you grew up in the church like I did, there's this horrible creature that is lurking in every youth group, in every congregation. I'm sure you may have even dated this person. This person is called the Church Chad. There's no one that I've seen that's been able to encapsulate or mimic the very essence of what this creature is, like my friends, Caleb and Josh Benson. Hey man, I've heard you've been struggling a little bit lately. Can I pray for you? Perfect. Dear God, I thank you for my man right here, whose name I cannot remember for the life of me. I know that he's been making some very bad decisions and he's in a season of stupidity, but you can pull him out of this and use him a little bit. Not as much as someone like me, but you can use him a little bit if you want to. Also, I pray that he'd start treating his girl better because she's freaking fire and she deserves better and he can't see that. And if he's not careful, someone's gonna come in and swoop her right out of his hands. I declare that. Also, I pray that he start finding more role models to look up to. Someone that he might know potentially. Someone, you know, within this group who's young, talented, hungry, successful, humble. Someone like me. Amen. Love you, man. Ira. Oh my gosh, Brooke. Hey, John Michael from class. Crazy running into you at the business building for like, what, the fourth time this week? It's almost like I've got your schedule memorized. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> well, listen, Brooke, now that you're here, I actually have a song that I wrote for you. I felt the Lord put it on my heart to write a song for my future wife. And after creeping your Instagram for like the past three months and subtly liking old pictures here and there, I'm fully convinced that that's you. So, Brooke, I know I've never talked to you in person, but I think this is going to be the beginning of a beautiful love story. Let me go ahead and play this for you real quick. G, 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 F, 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 F. They have pages and skits dedicated to exposing the utter monstrosity that is the church, Chad. And you'll see why this needs to happen. Welcome to Meme Lord Monday. Before we get started, I want to recommend an amazing, fun game that you can play with your grandma, your parents, your friends in small group, friends at church and youth group. You can play this with just about anyone. It's called Cards Christians Like. We have our own expansion pack that was made in partnership with Cards Christians Like called Cards Christians Hide. This is a card game that's kind of like apples to apples, but more like Cards Against Humanity that's basically been saved. The combinations you'll make from this game will be absolutely legendary. I cry every time I've played with my small group and we play it all the time still. So if you want to get yourself a game and also get our expansion, check out the link for that in the show notes of this episode. All right, that's the shameless plug. Let's get back to the show. What up? It's Meme Lord Monday. I got Church Chad in the building. What up? What it do? What's going on? <laughs> you like my Power Rangers theme? You like that? We're about to, oh, yeah. <laughs> about to get in the Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yo. Oh, man. Why did we come that's, on this, That's Josh? the metaverse, bro. Too much going on in the metaverse. <laughs> why, why, did we, why did we come on the pod? I thought this would be professional, man. It's I mean, whenever, whenever we were offered a low sum of $10,000, you know, I was down. Yeah. But now it's just not worth it. It's not worth our time. I'm so mad that you guys can literally do that, like, effortlessly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, make sure to tithe on your $10,000. Or at least... <laughs> At least, at least ten percent. That's light work. 
Maybe 20%. <laughs> Dudes, but yeah, this is Church Chad. Like I was telling these guys before we got started, we've been huge fans of you guys. And like you guys represent so much of what I grew up with. <laughs> so many people yeah. that I I know yeah. to this day, dude. To this yeah. day. To um, this day. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but for the losers that are watching that don't have a clue who you guys are, please take like five, 10 minutes to just talk about who you are and what you do. All right. My name is Caleb. I started a TikTok probably about a year ago, just making dumb videos. To be honest, it was really funny how I blew up because I was posting just any type of video. It wasn't even like Christian humor. It was just anything. And they were all kind of flopping and not doing too good. And, you know, I get the occasional viral video, but like nothing too big. And then I kid you not, the first ever Christian video I posted, which it was actually my Arrogant Guy series that I started. Um, and I was just making fun of like the Arrogant Guy at church. Um, the first one I ever posted blew up overnight and I woke up and there's like 500,000 views. And I was like, whoa, like, okay, this one, people related to this. And I was reading the comments. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, I know this guy. And I was like, for me, I actually made the video too, just for my friends. I wasn't planning on posting it. Like it was more going to be just something I like sent to my friends. Cause we all knew, you know, like that guy at our church. So I was like, yo, isn't this funny? Like, you yeah, know, this is, this is what like we've experienced, but then I posted it, not expecting it to blow up and it ended up, you know, just blowing up. Like I said, and I was like, all right, well let's film another one. So I did it and it blew up again. And I was like, okay, we have a trend here. Like this, this guy from the church seems to be really funny and really relatable. So started posting that. And then I actually stumbled across Josh's videos, which he was the only other guy I had found who was making like similar content. For me, I really like comedy content more than just like Christian content. Like I don't look for like Christian comedy necessarily. I was just looking for something funny. And Josh was like the best mix of that too. I didn't think it was like cringy. I was like, yo, this is just really funny. So reached out to him. And then we started church chat together, the Instagram. And then that literally just blew up as well. So, and we're still running that right now. Yeah. 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 So what's Josh, what's <laughs> your experience? Um, how have you experienced this? My experience. Yeah. Dude, literally like it's so similar. It's kind of crazy back in time, turn back the clock, COVID hits. I work like in finance. Like I'm just a, I'm cheesing like a little finance, bro. COVID hits. I'm bored. Nothing to do. And so make TikTok and, and same as Caleb. Like I'll make a couple of videos, a couple of them get like tracked or whatever. And I made a video making fun of one of my buddies who was like, you're generic. I like, got the beanie on, got my, my guitar. Like, you know, can I play oceans for you? You know? <laughs> and so make fun of them. And, um, it blew up overnight. Like I'm at work. I'm not even doing work. Like, um, accounts from like Baylor picking me up or like Christian universities. It's got like a couple hundred thousand plays. And my buddy reached out to me. I thought he was going to be so upset. And he was like, don't let this flop. Like, don't let this be the only one. There's like a niche humor yeah. group here. He's like, keep going. And so literally started neglecting my work <laughs> to post more TikTok. And literally like, this was like, forget work. Um, and soon enough, people start commenting like Caleb's name on my videos. Like, yo, Caleb, he's like jacking your flow. And then people comment me on Caleb and like, this guy's hilarious. And so met up with Caleb, yeah, I, I guess that. via the internet. I, I flew up to Seattle to see yeah. him. I was like, gotta meet this guy. We met through TikTok. I also met my wife through TikTok. That's another story. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Um, Caleb's also He's like, a real six, church chat. Yeah. Blew my mind when I met him. I'm 6'4", bro. <laughs> I'm literally 6'4". in church chat. Yo, he but, came, he flew down to Seattle. Literally. 
through TikTok. We never met. Yeah. Just, that, that was so much fun. Yeah. I was just like, hopefully he doesn't murder me or whatever. But like through that, yeah. like we built a relationship yeah. literally off of the fact that we're able to cultivate this little sense of humor on just like church chats and this niche little humor. It's, I guess people yeah. resonate with it because here we are, you know? That's, yeah, it's amazing. You guys totally have your finger on the nerve that everyone, like I said, I, I know that guy. I know exactly the personality mm-hmm. and the person that you guys portray. Um, for, for the dumb people, could you describe what a Chad is? Chad is like kind of like a tool, a manipulative mm-hmm. guy, just kind of maybe full of himself, a little arrogance. But when you, when you make him a church Chad, he's still got like those qualities. And maybe a church Chelsea, she has those qualities, mm-hmm. but they kind of warp the scripture or like church the church Chelsea. culture to maybe a little narcissistic, which I feel like is more amplified than ever. And they kind of twist it into their own little manipulative way. I think a, ch- a church Chad is just someone who just in general, just does whatever to be cool with in the church. So whatever that trend is, they're going to follow that and like play to that. That's what we've experienced. So like, I know for Josh, it's different in Dallas, how people dress, but even in Seattle, it's a different vibe of a guy or even a girl, but they still got their things that they do. You can spot it pretty quickly. How in the world are you guys able to be Chad so perfectly? Like you just, you speak it fluently. You, you, you just have it nailed down. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> I, I, I was a Chad. Like <laughs> I, I went to college in deep East Texas, historically like a conservative area, like Baptist area. Like I was like, a church chat when I was 21, 22, man, I really feel God just putting it on my heart to like take you to coffee. You know, like that was in. So now like all the, the jokes and stuff, I'll see it like resurface and there's like different ways. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that was me. And that was horrible. But like, we can play the role pretty well. Dude, you're still a Chad. He's married. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> he's not, he's not. He, Josh, <laughs> swear to you, he's not. But Oh, for me, I don't think I was a Chad. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever been a Chad. And I know it might be hard to believe because my videos, but I think I just <laughs> grew up in the church for so long. Like mm. I've, I've been in the church ever since I was a kid and I, I love it still. Still go to church every week, have an amazing relationship with the church in general. So there's no weird relationship there. But I think still, I always noticed it growing up. Like, yo, why do these guys act like this? Like it was a cultural thing that I would notice mm. like where it became like, it started to annoy me that it was normal. Like we'd all accept it. Like, oh, this guy can get almost any girl because he t- tells them like God put it on his heart. Or they would say, or the way they'd act, you know, they're kind of like too cool a little bit. They're looking around the room all the time, looking for the close person to talk to. They always got like a, a coffee mug in hand. You know, just little things are always like, why do these guys all yeah, act yeah. like this? And they all act the same. And we all just accepted it as normal. And I think for me, I grew up around that mm. so long that me and all my friends started making fun of it. Like, because I hated it. I was like, yo, this is, I don't, th- if there was one reason why I was like, I didn't like church, it was because of that. I was like, yo, I don't want to see those people. So we started making fun of it mm. and then it went from there. But I think that's why I can, I can do it so well. Cause I've literally been around it since I was like probably 10 years old. Yeah. And it's like, if you question it, you, you question not the Chad, but like you question God, you mm. know? And so there's like this, all this weight. So these guys have like a super big room to manipulate. So no one really calls them out. Cause it's like, you're quite literally calling out a belief system or something like that. So everyone's yeah. like, oh, I don't think that's right. Can I say anything about it? I don't know. Dang. That's so true. Cause that, that dude usually has like a ton of power. He's the man yeah. usually, right? Like everyone looks up to him in a way, mm-hmm. but he's also super annoying. So you're like, 
why? <laughs> you know? Dude, it's so weird. I'm really annoying. I like to think like super deep about stuff that doesn't really matter. And I think there's always a power structure wherever you go. There's always the hierarchy of the leader, the follower, you know, the henchman, whatever. And the church, Chad, he's, I don't know where he falls in that because Mm. he's kind of like the leader, but he's also like doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. And he's such a freaking tool that everyone both hates him and loves him. And no one understands him except the people that are in that group. It's a cult. It's like, it's cult activity at its finest. And I don't, I don't get it. I would say he would, it's almost like the church, Chad likens himself or the church, Chelsea likens themselves to be higher up on the hierarchy than they actually are. Mm. And so it's kind of like this, this arrogance of like, yeah, like I'm a leader and I tithe more than I tithe 30%. And it's kind of like this, but I think authentic Christians look at him and they're like, yikes, like you're living (laughs) quite frankly, an empty life. Like you're very fulfilled by your own acts, but I, yeah, like their hierarchy and maybe those that like agree with them are like newer Christians and that's who they can manipulate. Yeah. They for sure think they're higher up than they actually are. <laughs> totally. You're talking about the henchman like idea of a church, Chad. Like to me, that that literally is what they are. They're like henchmen. That's so funny that you would say that. Like the, the minions of the lead pastor is something. <laughs> you know what's crazy too? That sometimes it's the pastor. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. And because and I think that's what we're seeing a lot now is that the lead pastor is just a real tool. A tool. Of massive proportions because <laughs> yeah. they're doing all these things behind closed doors. They have no accountability. And I think that's the, like the personality you're talking about. These are my stupid meme lord <laughs> observations. No, literally. Like Lentz, you hate to put him on the spot because of all that happened, but the stuff that came out about how he was trying super hard to hang out with celebrities mm. and like wear the latest whatever. And it's superficial, I guess you could say. I feel like that's like the first guy that comes to mind. It's kind of like he was dipping into a little bit of a Chad life, it seems like. It's like, uh, hold on. I got Bieber on the line. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, okay. That hits way too close to home for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My church, literally. dude. <laughs> literally for you. I went to a church where like Justin Bieber would literally come to our church. And I, I love that church. No, no shade against it at all. It was funny how I think a lot of the church Chad mentality that came from from some of the ways like the guys back in my church was literally because it was a celebrity church and we were surrounded by that. So the fact that like, oh, like I literally go to church with Justin or like I've hung out this guy so and so like, you know, I'm kind of up there now. This is like the, it's literally that vibe. That was from my church. Yeah. So that is so close to home. <laughs> so funny, bro. I'll I'll tell you what though, dude. My favorite video that you've done, Caleb, is the one where it's like the Chad talking to the girl, and he's like, "Hey, Jessica, I saw you checking me out. No, you were, you were <laughs> <laughs> so confident. Oh God, like, oh, she can't even gosh, say no. Dude. Never like met that guy, but I feel like those guys exist. I feel that they're really out there, oh, and sure. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> what What's your experience with church chads, Dean? So. I mean, Josh was mad transparent saying that he used to be that guy. I feel like I, at some point uh, I used to be that guy in, in some regard as well. And that's that's my experience. My, my church experience is so weird, dude. I grew up and so I'm Hispanic in case you were wondering, like, what the heck is going on here? I'm a Hispanic male I'm, and I grew up in a Spanish Pentecostal church. And bro, those churches were crazy with a capital K, bro. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, baby. 
it's crazy. Like you t- they talk about hanging from it, swinging from the chandeliers. Like that was the actual church yeah. I was going to. <laughs> That's when I grew up. That was like my, my nurturing time. And so you had to behave a certain way just to kind of fit in. And it, in Pentecostal churches, it's like that where if you're not getting slain in the spirit or you're not slaying people yourself, you know, then you're just not really a good Christian. Or if you're not screaming in tongues, mm. then you're not a good Christian or you're not like really performing to your highest potential or whatever. So I experienced okay. that when I was a young lad in my, in my early teens. And then I went to college and I met normal people. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I don't know how that translates to what you've experienced, Josh. I mean, you mentioned that, Josh, mm-hmm. could you get, would you be willing to talk about that a bit more? Like what you meant by that? So I grew up, uh, Matt, exact opposite. Like I was East Texas Baptist through and through, never seen someone hang from a chandelier. We didn't even have chandeliers. <laughs> um, never heard like someone speak in tongues. But even then, I think it's funny, like we have those two different cultures. There's still very much a culture, especially in the South. Like you get in the Sun Belt, East Texas on East, that's like, there's a lot that like in mind through the church, almost it gets to the point of like prosperity gospel. Right. And so I don't think I realized it at the time, but like being a senior in high school and going to college, like I knew the, I knew scripture. So like I was able to be a leader for our college ministry, but it was just kind of a cop out to be like, you know, Hey, like I'm, I'm one of the leaders, you know, at blank church. Um, and so like instantly I have good credentials, right? Like I'm not, a, I'm not a frat guy. And so it became for me a means to an end almost. Like if I want to have good credibility, yeah, man. So I'm actually a leader over there. Like, oh bro, yeah, you're valid. Like you can, you know, come hang with us or whatever. Or like, yeah, like I'll go on this coffee date with you or yeah, you can have like other opportunities because people in the South like hold church going people to a higher regard. It's horrible to say, but it's like literally just a means to an end. And it's like, you have credibility with like women, work, other people. And then you look back on it. It's just like, that was, you know, immature. Why did I do that? Because it was like manipulative at its core. Yeah. I guess to go back to the power struggle where the chads exert themselves, it's usually about girls. They're trying to just get, get mad girls. I would say so. Yeah. But from what I've seen, get girls or like get a spot. Oh dude. Yeah. And from what I've seen, it's like, Girls usually hate that <laughs> for the most part, unless they've like really, really drank the Kool-Aid and they've bought into the whole church Chad culture or whatever. Most girls are like, dude, church dudes are the worst. In general, it's just it's like, dude, it's just, it's the worst personality ever. Cause it's such a unique way of talking and, and trying to posture yourself and trying to like outbro the other guy. Um, and I was, I was getting to a point before where it's because like, there's no accountability. Um, when you get to that certain point where you just have a bunch of yes men, henchmen, and it's like, well, you know, Chad said that, so, you know, it must be good or whatever. He's always in the word, bro. Um, and uh, I was I was going to see if you guys could just like do what you were doing in the beginning. I don't, I don't know if you can do it on command, but you guys were just like being Chad's so naturally. Like, just like, <laughs> put, like throw a scenario together or like start arguing. I don't care. Just do something. So I could be like... No, Matt, it's like super sick that you uh, let me come on your like pod. Um, I'm actually doing um, read the Bible in 10 days. So past 10 hours, I've actually just been scraping scripture. Uh, but yeah, I guess oh, I wow. could take a break for like this secular podcast. I guess it's cool. You, know? <laughs> you said you're starting a podcast, huh? 
Okay, cool. You're only reading the Bible for 10 days? That's what you said? Only 10? That's cool, man. No, the Bible in yeah. 10 days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Only 10, though. So it took you 10 days to do that? Cool. Yeah, I'll do mine yeah, at and five, actually, actually. <laughs> Is your sister still reading, single? Uh, I think it was... I was about to say through reading First Kings, Caleb, I really felt the Lord put it on my heart uh, that that the girl that you're dating actually uh, she's called to be my wife. So, man, like oh, that's no crazy. Yeah. She actually she told me she hates you. She says you're really emotionally manipulative. Actually, did um yo the, the lead pastor actually shouted me out today on stage. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I'm actually going to be like a guest speaker probably next year. So, oh really? Then why didn't he follow you back on Insta? Huh? Oh, you saw that? What? Well, why didn't Pastor Joel follow you back on Insta? You know? Dude, I mean, are you dropping your own merch line? I don't think so. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that merch I'm line is a, a social know, media break. I'm on a social media break. That's why he didn't follow me back. <laughs> the social media break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christians well, love to it. tell people that they're on a social media. Yeah, they love to tell them, I'm on a social media break. Like, don't That's reach so out real. to me or just text me. I'm jumping off the grid, just guys. So you know, um, and it's like for three days time. they come back. Like, I, this has been just such a refreshing day. <laughs> no, I love when they do the. I'm, I'm hopping off for a month, and you see them back in three yeah. days. The Lord called me back. Uh, you're something yeah. about bro. It's my platform, or like you know, I just wanted to make impact. Or they're like trying to be like. Like very sly, you know, like they're still viewing stories or whatever. They're still on Instagram, yeah, yeah. but they're not using <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you see them. They never actually took a break. You see them on your story, you're like, dog, like, didn't you like, take a break? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, dude. It's my boy, uh, Epic Christian Memes. His favorite thing to do is yeah. when like people people like announce stuff like I hate this meme I'm unfollowing this is heresy or whatever who like bro mm. this isn't an airport you don't need to announce your departure like <laughs> get out of here <laughs> I so hate true. it dude so like speaking of which do you guys get like legit hate for in your comments or or like what are your, what are people's reactions to like your stuff. The internet is more accessible than it's ever been. And with that has come an absolute pandemic of people addicted to pornography. This addiction statistically is affecting Christians and non-Christians alike. It's a problem. Porn is a human problem, but Covenant Eyes provides a human solution. Covenant Eyes helps you and the ones you love live porn-free through transformative accountability relationships. With Covenant Eyes, you choose someone that you know and trust to walk with you as your ally and to hold you accountable for your online behavior. Me and my friends use it, and I've seen it firsthand break the bonds of addiction in people's lives. This stuff works. So basically what you do is you download the Covenant Eyes app, it tracks the activity on your devices, and your friend, who's your ally, gets a victory app which shares your activity feed right to their phone. You and your ally will be able to celebrate victories together and have honest and caring conversations about your successes, setbacks, and triggers. Nothing works better than this. If you struggle with pornography addiction online and you're ready to see some victory in your life, download Covenant Eyes and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Try it out. I've gotten so many success stories from this app, and that's why I'm so happy that they've chosen to sponsor Meme Lord Monday. Again, that's Covenant Eyes. Use the link in the show notes of this episode and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Victory over addiction has never been easier. I feel like, hey, Caleb, you can correct me. I I, I try to beat it to the punch now. If I post one that I know is going to be edgy, I'll get on my personal account and comment 
in line with comments that we've seen and be like, this is so inappropriate. Like this account used to be funny, but now yeah, these guys are just honestly making fun of making fun of Christianity. And it's not cool. Mocking God is not cool. Unfollowing. <laughs> and you're just like, I can't believe that the meme page or that the comedy page posted something funny. Yeah. I just can't believe it. You know? Yeah. I've seen some hate for sure. Especially if you check out like the bigger video, especially on yours, Josh, for sure. I've noticed some people just like get so offended. But um, you know what's funny mm-hmm. is I see more hate from Christians actually more so usually than I do from non-Christians, which is interesting because like, you know, like I'm making comedy 100%. for Christians half the time, but they'll be so offended with some of the things I say or like, I don't even know. Like, I'm sure you've seen that, Josh. Like, I think it's just pretty ironic oh, yeah. sometimes though. That they're the ones who get more offended than anyone. So extremely. I know your one video, Caleb, where about overly sensitive Christians was just on the money, dude. Because you were like, you, like that's what we deal yeah. with on a daily basis. I'm guessing that one got tons of hate, huh? It did. It got a little bit of hate, yeah, but actually not as much as usual because I think I was calling out the joke like to the T, so no one wanted to be that guy on that video. <laughs> but um. It, that video was created from a video I had posted like a month before where people just lost themselves over like something that wasn't even like actually – I didn't think it was going to make anyone mad. But I was like, whoa. So I think what I posted that being like, you guys need to calm down. It was – oh, it was – um, I made a video about passion 2022. And oh, I was yeah. just making – and Josh did one too that blew up. And I was making fun of like the influencer vibe at these conferences. You know, it's very few amount of people. Like passion's awesome. But there was like a few people I'd seen her like definitely there to like get some pictures with their fans and like kind of flex a little bit. And I was just like making fun of that vibe. Like, oh, like, <laughs> don't be that guy. And I like I, I played that character in my videos and a lot of people got really mad. Which I'm like, if they were mad, I wonder why, you know, they took it so, so deeply, maybe. Yeah. So we're seeing now because I feel like Caleb and I and then um, one of our friends named Lacey we're kind of the first people to step into this sphere maybe of like Christian comedy, at least on TikTok. Uh, it's narrow minded for me to think that, that we were the first ever to it, but like on TikTok, but now there's like Christian creators like everywhere. Mm. Like, yeah, like yeah. on my platform, yeah. my platform. And, it, and so there's like a lot of different opinions. And so Caleb's like passion video, for example, called out like a bunch of Christian creators. You're not making fun of someone's, actions that's like their faith their belief system this is my platform and so i've realized like as we make more and more jokes about it, it's like we're literally like people will take this offensively to like their faith mm-hmm. like it's not just like oh yeah. that's me because the shoe yeah. does fit yeah like, they're just afraid to admit they're like oh like this is my god <laughs> and i'm making fun of jesus it's like no yeah we're making fun yeah. of you because you went to passion and told everyone hey meet up in this section you know during worship bro <laughs> which so is hilarious real, man. like <laughs> <clears throat> I'm kind of glad yeah, that I'm dude. ignorant of that stuff. <laughs> like, I'm not really Honestly. on TikTok like that. But when I, you know, when I do log on, I'll see your guys' stuff because uh, I follow you guys. And Josh, you've been going hard in the paint, like with some more serious mm-hmm. stuff too. Uh, Josh, mm-hmm. you want to talk a bit about like what's going on there? Dang, I feel like there's a lot of things that probably like went into it. Firstly, being like with my now wife, Sydney, she's like one of the most independent women ever. So she's smoking hot. I, she's just a smoking hot, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Everyone's laughing up, life. you know. Come on, babe. Stand up for me, babe, you know. 
spin around. She like literally is the most independent, <laughs> independent woman. And so I'll give like my take on it of like, hey, I used to be like this idiot. And she's like, or like when a guy does this and I'm like, that's horrible. And so you take a combo of that. I mean, if we're being, if I had to use like church vernacular, like feeling a little convicted of doing some serious stuff or like trying to like use the comedy for something good, probably a combo of that. And then just, you know, I yeah. guess more and more perspective is like more and more people kind of join like our little community. It's like, you get a lot more perspectives of like Caleb, like, right. Somebody will DM us and say, or, or when someone does this, this and that, it's like, yo, I've never heard of that, mm. but we yeah. can make a funny video about it and call it out, you know? That's cool. Yeah. No, like you guys, yeah. like I mentioned earlier, you guys are focusing on a very specific type of mindset that is in almost every church. And it's it's dope because like so many people resonate with it. Bailey asked another question. She says, where do you think the line is for making fun of or, or making light of Christianity? Uh, what do you feel like is off limits to you guys? Man, really good question. Caleb, you want this one? Um, yeah. Um, I put the I put the hardest a, hitting question on you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for Caleb, you got this one. Here. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one, Josh. No, that's a good question, though, for real. Because I've thought about that too sometimes, where I'm like, dang, like, you know, I don't want to ever go too far, make fun of Christianity, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, it is comedy, and I know, like, comedy is pushing the line. So that's something you know people have to remember. Um, my goal is to never make fun of God, like in general, like not, not mock God, which I don't believe any of my videos do that. I don't think any of Josh's do, you know, I've watched all of them. And I think a lot of people have a hard time deciphering though, God from your, your culture or God from how your own church acts. And I've noticed that many times where someone gets offended over something and they think something is like offensive to God, but really it's just like a personality that maybe a lot of people in their church have. And yep. in some ways it actually might be like toxic. And I've noticed that a lot where they'll say like, Oh, you made fun of God in this video. I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm like, show me where I made fun of God. So that's the, that's my only, I think like rubric. And I run it, I run it by some people. A lot of my videos now are like, yo, you think this is funny? Um, or do you think this is offensive anyways? You know, there's a line, but comedy will be offensive in a way. So that's just how it is. I think. Yeah. That's Chris Rock. Yeah. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> you will get oh, slapped. Dude. You get slapped. Yeah, man. For us, um, what's off limits for us? Like, because we go hard, we go hard in the paint. Like, we we go hard you guys against. Do. <laughs> we go hard against <laughs> prosperity gospel. It. We go hard against stupid attitudes in the church. Like, we go hard against Christian nationalism. Like the toxic stuff you guys were talking about. And I think those are are within the realm of criticism. This is where I'm gonna be stupid and annoyingly philosophical about stuff again, but there's a difference between mockery and satire and satire Mm. is when you are criticizing something in the hopes of bettering that thing. So like um, South Park actually does this a ton where they're like, Hey, this sucks. Ha ha ha. But it's like, Mm. they're not doing it in a way that's like super mocking, even though they do mock stuff. Like when you're mocking something, it's because you're making fun of it just to like punch down and to like harm it. But what we're doing is satire. We want Christianity to grow and expand and, and better itself. Yeah. So when we mock personalities and we, we mock characteristics and choices that the churches make, it's because we don't want to see that in the church. I don't think it's part of yeah. what the, the true nature of the church is. And I think there's, there's certain things within Christianity that are sacred as well, like, like the sacraments 
Like I'm not going to be posting a communion mm-hmm. meme anytime soon because that's sacred. That's like <laughs> yeah. people shouldn't do that. I mean, I know there's memes out there. They'll put a bunch of wafers in a bowl and they'll call it like uh, communion O's or something like that. And they'll pour like Mountain Dew into <laughs> yeah, it. I'm yeah. like, dude, that's heresy. That's legit heresy, dude. <laughs> like it's yeah, funny, yeah, but yeah. like that's you should not do that. Jesus said that this is my body. And so we should respect that. That's good, man. Because <clears throat> that's like <clears throat> this guy that Caleb put me on to, um, which I absolutely love. I'm not good with like celebrity pastors, but like Nathan Finocchio, I was listening to a podcast that he did and yes. he laid it out perfectly. He was like, people, pe- the guy was like, people say you're like too critical of the church, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, have you ever met a food critic that doesn't love food? Mm. And yeah. so the person that you're describing would be a cynic. And so Caleb and I, I Caleb, I'm sure you 100% agree. We're like maybe critics of specific bodies of the church because we like love the church, Matt, same as you. We want to see it like grow. We don't want to see mm-hmm. these like toxic little bubbles continue to fester. It's like, why not go ahead and call it out? Because, yeah. you know, it's not going to get better if we just stay quiet about it. Uh, exactly. But yeah. you do see, and I think it's kind of a line too. I think I've seen a lot of Christian creators who I like still respect, but they've grown almost cynical. And now their entire platform yeah. is almost kind of like reaches at times. And it's like, you know, even if something good happened in the church, you wouldn't even acknowledge it type deal. And so yeah. it's been kind of interesting towing that line of like, am I just looking for something to find wrong? Mm. Or like, am I critiquing for the sake of building up the church, making it a yeah, place? That's, that's very, that's a good way to put it for sure. You know, like not trying to be cynical. I like that because I have seen a lot of creators yeah. who get to a point where like it is only ever negative and Mm. But that's, that's not how it should be. And I think we both yeah. want to be careful of that in our videos. We're like, we want to build up the church too. Like, I love the church so much. And if we can use comedy to do that, and I think we have in a lot of videos, you know, then that's, yeah. that'd be awesome. Like people that only post like Greg Locke sermons. <laughs> and they're like, the church yeah. is crazy. It's like, yeah, if you keep going to that church, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you keep watching that, of course. Dude, yeah, they're like... <laughs> There is so much wrong with the church for sure. Even though the the church is a circus, there's still a calling on the church and there's a preservation of the church by God's spirit for us to do good things in the world. And like we do do good things in the world. So Josh, you said you're non-denom, right? Yeah. And Caleb, you're you're Baptist or no, no, no. Non-denom. You're both non-denom. I'm non-denom. Yeah. I grew up Baptist, but he's non-denom. Okay. So when are you guys going to see the light and embrace Calvinism? You know, <laughs> I was actually thinking about con- converting to that, actually. Can you pray for us? Yeah, just pray for All us, right. Matt. In the name of John Calvin. <laughs> pray to Calvin, man. You, you've been doing this for how long now? We've both been doing it since like 2020. And that's why, at least for me, like, I grew up in the church, but there's like a lot that being, again, being like Baptist, I like am learning terms. Hmm. Like, I feel like every day I'll see someone post a meme um, about like a cessationalist. I didn't know what that was. I didn't have a clue. I'm having to like Google stuff um, so I can get the meme. Like, oh, that's pretty funny. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been a very big learning experience, I guess, going from being like a Christian to someone that like tries to make content and like do it well, you know? Mm-hmm. It helps, but it kind of distances yourself too. Like, you know, well, you mentioned Nathan Finocchio and he's his Theos yeah. U guys. They have Theos U memes, shout out. 
like those guys are always Love way into theology stuff they're like when the dispensationalist argues with the calvinist Literally. over infralapsarianism <laughs> It's like a brain stretch. I bet this would be so funny if I knew what they were talking about. Well, hey, guys, let's let's bring this bad boy in for a close. Please tell people how they can support you, where they can find you, all of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I don't have a lot to support. Um, Just like on TikTok at Josh Benson, the rapper, uh, Insta Church Jab. Well, we're trying to drop merch soon. So I would say those have been riding with us if you like the merch, for sure. But yeah, just the follow, interacting with our stuff. That means the world, truly. Yeah. I'm with Josh. Yeah. Follow Church Chad. Follow my TikTok. We do want to start putting out some, some merch and different things and just keep growing a cool community. So, yeah. Dope. Hey, man. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun. I'd love to have you guys on like a um, Instagram live or something like that so we could just goof off. Like, my podcast yeah, is a bit awesome. more, it's like, we goof off, but it's a bit more serious. But Insta- like Instagram live, I'll go crazy. I'll start screaming. <laughs> Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> hey guys, thank you so much for watching. And if you really liked what I'm doing here, um, as you can tell, this is kind of like a first iteration of YouTube. I want to keep doing stuff like this and I want to be more involved with YouTube. Um, but I need your help. I need your support. So if you want to be a supporter of Meme Lord Monday and myself, you can do that by becoming a Supercast member and you'll have early access to interviews that I've done already, uh, archived interviews and bonus content that I'll be coming up with in the near future. So become a Supercast supporter, be a based meme lord, join me, and uh, we will conquer the internet, I promise you. So thank you, love you, God bless you.